We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for November 15th, 2009. And today we're going to be covering several topics regarding the uh, just end time current events. Um, I've gotten so busy, I can really hardly do the health alerts and the end time current events in the same week anymore. It's just, I'm just too overwhelmed with the ministry itself to, uh, to get to everything at this point. So this is going to be kind of a compilation of the last two weeks of current events that I've um, received. And just to give you a rundown, here's the topics we're going to be covering. Uh, the Copenhagen Treaty... We're going to be talking about that first, the, the uh, two goals and the 12 results of the Copenhagen Treaty. And we're going to be listening to a, uh, a World Wildlife Fund commercial, um, which uh, asking President Obama if he's going to lead our country at the, at the uh, Copenhagen Conference, uh, which is just pure lies and propaganda. <laughs> then we're going to be looking at uh, the statistics that debunk global warming, and uh, another article on Al Gore being sued by over 30,000 scientists for global warming, this global warming hoax. And uh, the apostate church bells to ring out warning on climate change. That's another article. Next article, religious leaders met or meeting for discussion at what they call the Palace of Peace and Accord in Astara, Astara Kazakhstan. And then we, I've gotten a lot of uh, inquiries on this this week. Vatican prepares for extraterrestrial disclosure. There have been a lot of people emailing me that, so we want to touch on that as well. And then an article on CERN, the uh, Particle Collider, Full Disclosure, and Maitreya, how that all relates together. We're going to be looking at a clip from CNBC on uh, the dollar, will it all utterly be destroyed, global currency, new world order, Next one will be on a little video on Obama and who he owes his actual true allegiance to. And it's, it's Islam, to give you a hint there. Next, we're going to be looking at an article from TBN, uh, how the Trinity Broadcast Network has teamed up with the uh, Holy Land Experience in Orlando. And they had, a, uh, they had a free gay day where they invited all the sodomites in to uh, come in for free. They figured that would be a good Christian thing to do. And uh, we're going to be looking at that. And I'm not making this up. You, you, this this study is is mind-blowing. It literally, I, I was overwhelmed looking at this information in totality and how it lines up with all of the other things that we've talked about in previous studies. We're going to be looking at a clip on how video games, we're going to be exposing that. And I've got a lot of requests to do a dedicated video game study. Maybe someday I can get to that. There's about two to 300 studies I'd like to do, but I just literally don't have the time to do it um, as I'm only one person and I just can only do so much. But we're going to incorporate that into today's study. And then the next article, Verichip buys the Steel Vault, and they've changed their name to Positive ID. And this is regarding the microchip health implant and how that's going to be related to... Uh, credit scores as well. I mean, this is so draconian, the stuff we're talking about today, and it's it's all true. It's all easily verifiable. Next article, microchipping included in the health care bill. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that, this, this new health care bill that they're trying to ram through the Senate now, how microchipping can be a part of that. And then the next article, the UK starts to study 
on human DNA and animals. So they're going to be trying to openly combine human DNA and animal DNA together to, to produce these chimera, is what they refer to them as, like creatures. Um, and then airport security x-ray machines, these new body scanners they have, how they actually tear apart your DNA. Next article, there's a church that has a money giveaway. We're going to be talking about this. This uh, church is giving away cash prizes to fill the pews every week. We're going to be looking at that. And then the last one is mainline churches use defective Bibles to approve sin. And this is a more fruit of getting away from the King James Bible and what it causes in a church, how it causes leaven to come in. And Jesus warned about leaven being bad doctrine, essentially. In, in, it's a type of sin as well, but bad doctrine. He talked about the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He said specifically which is their doctrine. And when we have a leavened Bible, bad things result, ultimately. So, let's get into the first article here on uh, Copenhagen, this treaty. And this is, uh, Copenhagen treaties from December 17th through 18th. And, uh, Two goals, 12 results. This treaty usurps the U.S. Constitution. Please stop Barack Obama's Copenhagen treason. That's the title. And this is from United States Justice Foundation from November 10th, 2009. And uh, it goes on to say, what is the Copenhagen Climate Treaty? The treaty has two stated goals. Transfer of wealth from industrial nations, mainly the United States, to developing countries. So these are taking the wealth that's in America and giving it to third world countries, and then to dictate energy use and consumption of industrial nations, mainly the United States. So essentially that treaty, these are the two main goals. To take away our uh, wealth, give it to third world countries, and then to totally dictate and micromanage energy consumption, mainly in the United States. So, just so that we're clear, goal number one is global socialism. Goal number two is global dictatorship. The Copenhagen Treaty audaciously states that industrialized countries have a dual obligation under the treaty, representing their overall responsibility for keeping the world within the limits of the global carbon budget. Now, we're going to be talking a lot more about this global carbon budget and ensuring the adaptation to the impacts of climate change is possible for the most vulnerable. This dual binding obligation takes the form of emissions reductions as well as provision of support to developing countries. So, again, that reiterates what we just talked about. Lord Christopher Monckton, the former advisor for the science policy to former British Prime Minister Lady Margaret Thatcher believes that if the U.S. signs any climate treaty coming out of Copenhagen, the Copenhagen Climate Change Conference in December, it could subject the United States to a global dictatorship. Well, it will. This is the total surrendering of any remaining sovereignty we may have over to global governance. This treaty, this is a quote from him, this treaty of Copenhagen, which is going to be negotiated by the states states parties, to the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. So understand, I mean, this is basically giving ourselves over to the United Nations. This is going to establish for the first time in human history a global government. 
he warns. Now, this is the man that you've seen all the videos where he was the one that first came out with the warnings on this. He's been interviewed a lot all over the internet. And uh, this is real, this Copenhagen Treaty. I mean, this is coming down. It's going down. There's, there's no doubt about it. Uh, there's tons of documentation available at this point regarding this. So, the devastating immediate economic impact of the Copenhagen Treaty is, let's go through all these, limit manufacturing in the U.S. by cap-and-trade regulations, which means loss of jobs. Limit personal consumption of energy by laws and costs. Loss of freedom. So, in other words, you know, if you're using too much energy according to their guidelines, they, the, these, whatever they'll be, energy police, can come in and, uh, I don't know, fine you, do whatever... You know, it's 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 going to be. It's you keep thinking of Nazi Germany, but I think it's going to be worse because Nazi Germany didn't have the technology that they have in place now in order to take away your freedoms. I mean, yes, they they did a lot of that then, but there's going to be so many more ways they can try to micromanage us now compared to then. Next thing it does is hyper energy cost of inflation. So we'll have continuing devaluation of the dollar as well. All goods and materials to become more expensive, which will be double-digit inflation. Transportation to become much more expensive. They're saying here, and I've heard this number thrown around, I don't, I don't exactly know where they're getting that. I believe it's because of all the taxes that will be levied. $10 per gallon gas prices is what they're saying we could have. Now, you can imagine that, $10 per gallon. I mean, that would... <coughs> make it untenable for a lot of people to even function uh, to, if they had a long commute to work in particular. Uh, this is just unbelievable. Halt the U.S. recovery. Prolonged recession slash depression. Of course, this recovery is, <laughs> you know, I think that's a farce. The, the dollar, there's nothing backing the dollar. It's, it's just paper is all it is. And when you have that, you're going to go into a hyperinflationary mode, and that system eventually will collapse. So I, I don't believe recovery is truly possible under the current system that we have. But this will further accelerate that, though. Assure and accelerate the shift of economic growth, growth and profitability from the U.S. to emerging markets. This will equal loss of opportunity uh, and jobs. Increase imports for emerging countries who will not be subject to the same carbon emission limits. This equals unfair competition increased trade deficit. It will also cause the U.S. to become an even greater debtor while China becomes an even bigger creditor. So this would be more red debt, like more communistic debt. Another thing it does, add momentum to the movement away from the U.S. dollar toward an alternative signal, single or composite world reserve currency. This is probably going to equal a either regional or one world currency whether they choose to implement the North American Union to the Amero, or whether they just decide to just leapfrog that and go straight into a global currency, you know, kind of remains to be seen at this point. Next thing it does, increase the cost of treasury borrowings, which equals a balloon deficit. And then the last thing, drive up federal and state taxes, which will increase, which will equal suffocating taxes. Because, see, we're going to have to pay taxes on all the things that, some of the things that we've mentioned, all of our tax rates will go up. Uh, it will just be 
you know, it would be very, very hard to survive. Now, again, take everything I, I say in light of the fact that the Lord Jesus Christ is perfectly capable of protecting and um, bringing his remnant through whatever may come down on the earth. Okay, So please bear that in mind at all times, that I'm not just sitting here wanting to bring doom and gloom regarding this particular uh, subject or any of the subjects that we talk about. The Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne, and he's not going anywhere. So let's go further. During a visit to Germany in the midst of the presidential campaign last year, uh, Barack Hussein Obama declared, quote, I am a citizen of the world, end of quote, in front of one million adoring Germans. Obama has announced to the world that he indeed prioritized globalism over patriotism. We're also going to see he's prioritized his allegiance to Islam over any allegiance he'd have to America. We're going to hear out of his own mouth on um, these things. The U.S. Constitution mandates that treaty ratification... See, treaties, if you sign a treaty, it will, it will actually, if, if, the tre if it's built into that treaty, it will override our Constitution. Okay, that's the nature of a treaty. Well, the U.S. Constitution mandates that treaty ratification must be advised and consented by two-thirds majority of the U.S. Senate. So, we're going to have to have two-thirds of the majority of the U.S. Senate to approve this. This would normally be a tall order for any president, if said president valued the Constitution. An Obama advisor once said that he, Obama, regarded the U.S. Constitution as merely a piece of paper, and he saw it as a barrier to things that the left around the world wanted to do. And therefore, they were going to find ways of circumventing it. So, this is exactly what he's done since he's really been in office. Let's compare the Copenhagen Climate Treaty to cap-and-trade. The Wall Street Journal called cap-and-trade the biggest tax in American history. And the Washington Times reported that cap-and-trade legislation will levy a $3.6 trillion gas tax, which will impact every American in important segments of our economy. Cap-and-trade will cause massive inflation, record unemployment, and the entire industrial sectors will flee the country in search of profits. As dreadful as cap-and-trade would be for the United States economy, if the Copenhagen Climate Treaty is signed and ratified, it will be far more dangerous to the economic and political future of our, of our country. The Copenhagen Climate Treaty will strip America of its sovereignty and subject us to laws, rules, and huge taxes levied by a one-world leftist elitist governing body that wants to steal American wealth to punish us for our success as a nation. Worst of all, Americans will not have any power to vote these elitists out of office. See, they, you don't have any power over when it comes to these types of things. It doesn't matter how much we, uh, at this point, if, if this goes down, you know, this will be a global governing body. And um, your voice and your vote really won't matter a whole lot at that point. So, Americans will not have the power to vote these elitists out of office, impeach them, or hold them accountable in any way whatsoever. Sounds like what they're doing to the vaccine companies right now. And um, the ones that are producing the vaccine, they, that you can't, you know, if you die, you can't sue them. All these women that are dropping dead, or not dropping dead, but all the babies that are being miscarried right now. I put out an email on this this week. 
Now, you have to understand, my emails are being heavily censored at this point. I have one week somebody telling me they haven't got any emails from me for two weeks. Then all of a sudden they start getting them. And then, I mean, I send them to my own mom and she doesn't get them for, for you know, she hasn't got them for a long time. And they're censoring me big time. So, you know, bear that in mind even if you try to email me. And if you do try to email me, please keep it brief as possible because I just, I'm to the point where there's a lot of emails I can't even answer. I can't answer dissertations. I can't answer, you know, big, huge emails that people email me. I I can't do it. I just don't have the time. I've either got to devote myself to answering emails or to this ministry. And I believe the ministry is the thing that the Lord's called me to more than anything to get this, these, the word out and the truth out up until the point when probably I won't be able to do that anymore. And the Bible alludes to this as when Jesus said, the night cometh when no man can work. And I believe we're, we're fastly approaching that because they could take down the internet over a, very, a myriad of different reasons. And when that happens, then there's going to be a large disconnect between truth and information getting out. But if you've armed yourself preemptively with uh, these types of things that we get into on a weekly basis, you're going to understand what's going on. It's, it's not going to take you unawares at that point. So, um, yeah, just bear that in mind. This goes on to say, this may be the single most important political issue of our lifetime. If we do not stand firm and united against the treasonous treaty, America will, will forever be subservient to a one-world order, and it will have happened on our watch. Sincerely, uh, this is the executive director of the United States Justice Foundation. His name's Gary Creep. It's K-R-E-E-P. I would change that last name if I was him. I'm sorry. I just, you know. <laughs> it's going to be, you know, probably the butt of every joke. Anybody that would go against this guy with his name. It's not his fault. His name's that way. I just, personally, I would probably try to change that if he could. Anyway, um, American sovereignty, prosperity, and economic... Independence are all at stake. This is not a green or an environmental issue. The Copenhagen Climate Treaty is nothing short of a scam to lead our nation into servitude. The mainstream media will not cover this. It is up to us, vigilant vigilant grassroots, to clearly demonstrate our passion for the sovereignty to Congress and to the White House. Now, I I think the main thing is, is, as a born-again Christian, beginning on our knees, praying and fasting, if the Lord so leads you in that direction regarding this. Uh, praying that that we would be accounted worthy to escape all these things that are coming upon the world and stand before the Son of Man as the Bible as Jesus talks about, you know, in Matthew, and um, praying imprecatory prayers and things of this nature, like Psalm sixty four and Psalm ninety one, uh, Psalm twenty three, and believing what we're speaking and what we're saying. The, the Lord says, "My word will not return unto me void." So when you speak it out of your mouth and you believe it and there's faith behind it, you know you can move mountains literally and the Bible's very clear on that. So that's what we really need to keep our eyes focused on, that, what I just said. So they've got a little, uh, little link here. I will have this up on PDF format, up on the internet. Now, to be honest, with, with my emails being censored like they're being, one of the only ways at this point that you're going to get what I'm putting out, and I don't put everything up on PDF format because it has to be connected with my teaching. And the PDF files I can put up on Sermon Audio are, there's a limitation 
on the size. But usually, it's, if I use a lot of pictures, I can't put them up. But um, I'm going to be putting these PDFs up, and if you're not getting a particular email, you might want to check the PDFs for my individual sermons up on sermonaudio.com forward slash dr. Scott Johnson, Dr. Scott Johnson. Um, so it's www.sermonaudio.com forward slash dr. Scott Johnson, S-C-O-T-T-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. And you'll see the PDF connected with each teaching, and you can go up there. All, the, all of the links on the PDF should be fully functional, and um, that's another way that you can access this information. You can also print those out, and the links will allow you to explore further. Now, regarding this whole thing with the energy, about a month ago, this happened to me when I was falling asleep, I got this, and I believe the Lord gave it to me, it was like this vision I had in my head of how to build a magnetic free energy generator. And it was simple. I mean, it's simple, what I'm telling you right now. It's not like, you know, I'm all of a sudden Albert Einstein. And I've since gotten confirmation that there's organizations out there putting this information out their design, the design that I saw, I had somebody email me something that was part of it. The design that I'm seeing is different than the one I, I had, but doesn't make it any less valid. Their, their design might be more efficient. But essentially what it boils down to is when, if you've ever taken two magnets and you've taken uh, north and north, they'll, they'll um, opposites attract, okay, but north and north or south pole and south pole on their magnet will repel. Well, what is that? If you think about that, if you could find a way to use that repulsion of the magnets against one another, wouldn't that be a continuing source of energy that would never end, essentially? Unless the magnet ended up wearing out for some reason or another. But that doesn't, you know, happen unless there's usually a reason. Well, it's simple. And I went up the other day, a guy had emailed me in confirmation to this vision that I had as I was falling asleep. And um, he just, all he did is, he, is in, this, in this, you can go up on YouTube and, and do a keyword search for it. He just took a plastic, uh, like a plate or whatever, put a whole bunch of North Pole magnets, and then he took a, it looked like, if you've ever seen a speaker, like a, a, a stereo speaker, they've got those big magnets in the back. It looks like he had one of those. And he just took the thing, and this thing was connected to a little motor, the, um, the, the plate that spun on a little thing, it was connected to a little motor, lit up a little light. And he just took that big speaker magnet and he, and he put it kind of at an angle against the, the magnets that were on the plate and it started pushing away from him. And that thing was just flying like crazy within about two seconds. That's free energy. That is free energy. That by itself, if that was harnessed, could power the whole world. We could use free... I mean, yes, there's solar. Yes, there's wind. Yes, there's geothermal. But the magnets are, to me, the simplest of all of them. And the cheapest. If you think of... I mean, it's just magnets. I mean, granted, I mean, neodymium magnets, which are the kind you would want to use for this type of application, are... The, are uh, I don't, I'm not going to say they're the strongest, because that would, that would be a blanket statement. Maybe there's other ones that are stronger, but... As far as I know, neodymium magnets are the strongest, and they could be used to repel one another, and this creates free energy. You could, you could power up to a motor. Now, there was an uh, email that was sent to me, 
the other day on this, and um, I'm just going to find it real quick here for you, and it's uh, on a magnetic generator, and it's www.33energy.com, and it's Henry Maycow, I don't know if you can just use the 33energy.com, you probably can, but this is a um, homemade free energy generator, lowers your power bill by 90%, helps the environment. And they're saying it's less than $100 to build. A magnetic power generator creates absolutely free electricity and doesn't require any resource like wind or solar energy to function. The magnetic generator creates energy by itself and powers your home for free. You understand, this, this could eliminate all dependence upon petrochemicals, oil, gas, all that stuff. We could literally have these in our house and it could be powering our house and we wouldn't need, I mean, we would need electrical system, but we wouldn't need the electrical company. And understand, with what's coming with Copenhagen, unless it's stopped, but it probably won't be stopped forever, because the New World Order is a fact. It's, it's, it's predicted, essentially. You know, in the Bible, you look at Revelation 13 and Daniel 7, and a lot of these, a lot of these things that, that are going to take place in the end times, it, it's, it's going to happen to a certain extent. Now, I believe in fighting evil wherever you see it, even if the Bible predicts it's going to happen. Um, but, I mean, that's why Jesus came. He came to destroy the works of the enemy. And the Bible is very clear in that. We should be about our Father's business as well, trying to expose and destroy and reprove the unfruitful works of darkness, and have no fellowship with them, and to make them manifest, which means to shed light on them. The Bible's very clear, but that's what the church, or the so-called 501c3 church, particularly in America, is not doing, for the most part. I'm not saying making a blanket statement everybody, but for the most part, um, you know, they're not doing that, and it's obvious, So we're going to be talking about that today. But this is something that, this little thing here alone, could be absolutely just unbelievable. And I really believe that the Lord showed me this a month ago, and, and I, when he showed it to me, I thought, oh, Lord, this is the last thing I have time to do, trying to build one of these magnetic generators from, like, scratch, you know? Now, it's really simple, the, the, the design that he showed me, but this one may be even better. Yeah, it's just www 33 Energy. Just the literally the number three. And now I can't vouch for this. I haven't ordered it. But I, what I'm doing is I'm telling you this for your own edification. And so you're aware that this technology and this may be a tremendous, tremendous blessing in the day and times we're moving into. Let me tell you something. The day and times we're moving into, you're going to want to have the least amount of dependence upon Big Brother, the government, as you possibly can. Now, um, there's a lot of different ways that can be done. And I don't have time to get into all the survival things that you could get into. Obviously, there's water and, and storable foods and, and you know ways to purify water. And then this is another one. This is a way of actually generating energy. You know, having uh, gold and silver is real money, real ways that you could barter if it got bad. Because the more dependent you are upon Big Brother and upon the government, the more subject and the more devastated you're going to be when these types of legislations end up getting enacted. And they will. Okay, so, um, you know, the Bible says, The prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. And 
I don't know how much time we have. I don't think we have a whole lot more left. Um, you know, I'd be very surprised. The Lord's been very, very merciful and very, very gracious that this stuff hasn't went down right now. Uh, regarding, I'm talking about global government. I'm talking about truly the New World Order coming in. But they go on to say in this little article, the materials needed are very common and can easily easily be found at your local hardware store. Once you get a generator set up and working, you can even start building these generators for your families and friends. Just don't let the... Uh, one thing I want to do, don't start selling them. Because if you start selling them, you're going to have Big Brother coming down on you. Because this is the biggest threat... If this were, and I, I believe this is, um, one thing they could try to do is, is start, uh, if this became public knowledge, really mainstream public knowledge, they would go after the companies that are selling the magnets. That's where I, what I see them doing. And then you want to be able to get magnets, you can't do this. So this is something you might want to act on. And uh, goes on to say, there's a new generation of conversion kits and guides which show you how to generate electricity using free sources, magnetic generators with low-cost materials, which can be installed even if you have little or no technical knowledge in your own basement or garage. Uh, so anyway, this is um, this is real. I mean, whether that's the best one out there, I don't know. I haven't had time to research it fully, but. The Lord showed me this the other... I mean, I was just falling asleep and, and uh, this vision popped in my head and I'm like, that's so simple. And it is. It is so simple, this concept. It's not complicated at all. This could literally be used... I mean, I'm not saying that you could do this, but it could be used to, to make cars run, boats run, uh, power your house, power a RV or a travel trailer which is really the ultimate in, um, you know, if you had to go on a moment's notice, you have a whole little house there you can go on. And if you've got that travel trailer or that um, uh, motorhome or fifth wheel powered with one of these things, or solar, wind, or wind, then you've got power as well. So I'm just saying, it's something you might want to think about and if you're going to think about it, I wouldn't wait a whole lot longer because it's um, the, the day and the things are coming upon us very, very, very quickly. Now, let's go to the next article here. And this is, I, I've entitled this one, Lies and Propaganda, World Wildlife Fund. The one that had the panda for their, for their um, logo. Will President Obama lead our country at the UN uh, Climate Conference? World Wildlife Fund states, quote, this video that we're going to be listening to is to urge the president to lead us in Copenhagen at the UN Climate Summit and outline what the WWF, World Wildlife Fund, or I thought it was World Wrestling Federation. I, I don't know, maybe they've teamed up with Hulk Hogan and Lex Luger and, uh, you know, those guys, Scott Steiner maybe, I don't know, who knows. Anyway, the outline of what the WWF would like to see in the agreement that we hope comes out of it, we invited children of the WWF staffers to tape a personal message to the president asking for his support. Now, this is support for this draconian, demonic, satanic, Nazi-like, Stalin-like, Marxist-like, Mussolini, would make Mussolini very proud, and Hitler, this treaty that we just talked about. Okay, this is the thing that they invited their children, 
the staffers of the WWF to tape a personal message to the president asking for his support. Watch the video. We hope you will be inspired to send an email or write a letter to the White House and tell President Obama that you want him to go to Copenhagen to protect our planet. Why didn't they just say to protect Mother Gaia? Because she's grieved. And she must be appeased. Then it says, let your voice be heard. So let's go ahead and let's play this absolutely, totally nauseating clip. The world's top scientists agree that climate change is the most serious threat to ever face our planet. It's coming faster and hitting harder than... Now, number one, they start off with a total lie because there's many top climate and scientists out there and we're going to be even seeing they're they're in the process of trying to sue Al Gore. 30,000 different ones um, in this lawsuit. And it's an absolute farce. But this is what the propaganda they're putting out. Droughts and floods and hurricanes are getting worse. It's affecting our water supply and our ability to grow crops. America the Beautiful might not be so beautiful anymore. Important ecosystems like the Amazon and the Arctic. They'll be damaged forever. Really cool animals like polar bears and walruses will lose their habitat. We're pushing our planet past the point of no return. And again, it's not we so much, it's Big Brother, it's all of the industrial conglomerate corporations, and the whole thing with global warming is a lie, and we're going to prove that, but I'm talking about, just let's talk about pollution, you know, this is being created by Big Brother, by the the Illuminati, they're the ones that have the companies, you know, like DuPont and, and the, the uh, uh, oil companies and things of this, these are some of the really the ones that do the most pollution by far. They're the ones that keep us um, chained into a system where we have to use gasoline to power our cars and this and that. They're the ones that have created the problem, but evidently we're just the ones to blame. They're not going to blame themselves whatsoever. They're going to blame us because we're bad and we need to be taxed and we need to be controlled more. And again, this is just a systematic uh, way of um, removing our rights and uh, removing, you know, wealth from a, from a uh, people that have it and giving it to third world countries. Of course, that's not really going to happen either. That wealth is going to go straight back to the elite. It's not going to benefit the third world countries. That's just another lie that they've perpetuated. But there is hope. In December, 192 countries will gather at the UN Climate Change Conference in Copenhagen. That's in Denmark. They want to reach an agreement to protect the planet from the worst effects of climate change. And keep the Earth's surface temperature from rising much further. Scientists say that two degrees... Just two degrees... ...is a threshold... ...for avoiding the most catastrophic consequences. Please remember the two degrees, and we're going to actually see where worldwide, um, the temperature worldwide is actually going. And that it's, again, this is just pure, total, unadulterated lies that you're hearing of climate change. But the world must agree on ways to cut greenhouse gas emissions by at least 80% below 1990 levels. By the year 2050, we need an agreement in Copenhagen that will A. Help developing countries and fragile ecosystems cope with climate impacts. B. Give every nation access to climate-friendly technology. And C. Save the world's forests, which help keep CO2 emissions out of the atmosphere. 
the destruction of forests account for 20% of global emissions. Copenhagen is the best chance we have to come together and help save the planet. We must act quickly, with great courage and conviction. Actually, it's to come together and help enslave the planet. I think they got his script a little bit wrong there. We have to be brave right now. The rest of the world is ready. Germany. Mexico. Bangladesh. Japan. India. France. Brazil. And China. They want to find a way to save the planet from devastating climate change. So why would the United States stand in everybody else's way? See? This is the big thing. Why are we, the great Satan, United States, why are we being standing in Mother Gaia in all of the other countries' ways? And they've got these little kids, you know, looking like, uh, making these expressions as to why, you know, they're, they're shrugging their shoulders. And This is so uh, satanic and evil. I mean, using children as pawns in order to do their dirty work. But really, we should expect nothing less from Satan. I don't know. President Barack Obama, please. 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 We need you, President Obama. To go to Copenhagen. Is way here, Mr. President. We need you to be there. To help America be a leader. A leader. To find the answers. To save the polar bears. The walruses and the planet. We are counting on you. We're counting on you. All of us. My entire generation is counting on you. Counting on you. Counting on you. The Bible says, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and that maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. And this is what we're, we're the, the society that we're building. We're going to put our trust in a man. Ultimately, worldwide, that's going to be the Antichrist. The false prophet and the antichrist. Okay, we're we're building toward that right now because the problems that are created seem are, that are supposedly being created seem so much bigger than us, and it's going to take somebody larger than life in order to fix them. Somebody that will be worshipped as a god, and this is what the antichrist will be. Do you think he knows how to get to Copenhagen? Oh, isn't that cute? Anyway, um, that's the video from uh, World Wildlife Fund. <laughs> so if that doesn't get you fired up your woods wet, let's go to the next video now. Now this next video is Alan Carlin, um, the statistics that debunk global warming. The media suppressing all the information that is contrary to the extreme leftist United Nations views on global warming, healthcare and, and, and healthcare and immigration. Have you heard that global warming is actually global cooling? Let's watch this brief clip, and I believe this is from Glenn Beck. I'm going to pause it here for a second. Okay, so we're going to listen to this clip. This is this man appearing on Glenn Beck, and this is not an endorsement of Glenn Beck. Okay. So don't get me wrong. I'm what I'm trying to do is glean from the. You can go up on YouTube and watch a series of of different various videos debunking global warming. Okay, uh, I think it's important to do this because this is what Copenhagen is based on. So, but again, this is all the stuff that is being totally suppressed, uh, getting very very little time in the media at all. And this is a um, scientist named Alan Carlin appearing on Glenn Beck. Democrats state that global warming is a fact. Wait until, in a few minutes I'm going to tell you about this. This is what the state of New Jersey is spending money on. This, I'm... 
telling you, if you're anemic, go away from the television because you'll have you'll you'll pass out. Blood will be shooting out of your eyes in about ten minutes. The information that our government has at their fingertips is it real even? They dismissed an analyst report questioning the science behind global warming. Dr. Alan Carlin, he's a senior operations research analysis, uh, our analyst for the uh, Environmental Protection Agency. He joins me now. He's the author of the. Uh, how are you, sir? Um, he's the author of the uh, report that has been uh, suppressed. Okay, I want to show you a couple of charts, and you just explain. This is what they didn't want you to to put out. So what is this? now? This guy works for the Environmental Protection Agency. He's very, very high up in that. Uh, and again, this is the chart he's showing Glenn Beck here, which you can't see, I understand, but you can watch the clip if you click into my, um, you go to the PDF connected with this teaching. You can watch this, and this is a chart, and the chart is entitled CO2 and Global Temperatures, and um, he's going to go over this with, with Glenn Beck here uh, right now. Okay, this is one of uh, quite a few charts in the report. Uh, and I must emphasize that I'm speaking only for myself and not sure. for uh, the EPA. EPA? Yeah, I got it. Uh, so what is the green line? Okay, the green line is uh, the what we call the ambient level of carbon dioxide in the air. Okay, so this, this is... That is this how much is already up there Okay. Uh, as a... Uh, a poison to kill, right. kill us all. <laughs> so it's oh. all going to go. It's all going to. It's going up. Then. It's going up. So one would assume, if the so-called AGW hypothesis is correct, that you would think temperatures would be going up too. Right. 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 And so, here they. So here are the temperatures from 202 till 208. And they're both going down. And a little beyond. And the upper line is taken from what are called surface station monitors, right. the, the normal thermometer that you go out and read right. with certain safeguards. Right. And the bottom line is uh, based on satellite uh, measurements. Okay, so they're both going down. Now show me the, show me the, next, the next slide here. Okay. This, this one's good. Okay, now, again, what he said is global temperatures are going down. And they're, they're analyzing this in two different ways. And this is a guy that's devoted his whole life, essentially, to this subject. It's not like he's some guy off the street that determined this. Both of them, and you'll see on this chart very clearly, both of these temperature readings are clearly indicating global temperatures going down. So, again, the whole thing that this is based on, the Copenhagen Treaty, harken back to the kids, is, you know, stopping this two-degree two temperature rise, when in fact the temperature is actually going down. Again, we're just fed lies upon lies upon lies on a daily basis in the world that we live in. To drive you out of your mind. Wait till you see this one. All right. Okay. This is the temperature, right? These are the right. What um, are these? Uh, the green and blue are the surface station and the uh, what we just saw satellite. Got it. And these uh, up here are three of the models that are used by the United Nations uh, to predict. Or this is all the polar bears die around here. Right? Um, this is what the this is what the UN is saying is going to happen to us. Right. Okay. Three different models. The UN says it's right. all going to do that. Now and the yellow line is what? Okay. The yellow line uh, is not worth discussing, frankly, because it's what the UN claims would happen if we did everything that they think we should do. It would be solid. It would be straight across right. the screen. 
And okay, so they've got these these two lines that we're discussing right now. The red lines, if we do nothing, and it's like the red line, it's going up and up and up, meaning the temperature is going to go up and up and up, despite the fact that the temperature globally is actually coming down worldwide. And then the, the, we have the yellow line as if we'd be good little Nazis and good little Mother Gaia uh, uh, protégés, and we do exactly what they tell us to do via the Copenhagen Treaty and probably other things that they'll try to implement, uh, that's, we, we can keep the, ta- the temperature essentially stable if we do that. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there'll be more draconian things that they'll want to enact. You have to understand, Satan is behind this. This is really a spiritual battle. The Bible says we battle not against flesh and blood, but against princes and principalities and rulers of wickedness in high places. And they're the ones that are guiding humanity and mankind toward this. And it's, it's never, you have, the thing you have to understand about Satan is it's never enough. It will never be enough for him. There will never be enough freedoms that he can take away, if you let him. There will never be enough uh, things that he will strip you of. If you get into, let's say, frank sin issues, there will never be an area where Satan will be satisfied in your life where, okay, he's sinning enough in that area. He will always try to take you farther and deeper into that. And this is no different. This is very... And so... It's very important to understand that because it's not just going to happen where where um, they they stop implementing further draconian agendas. This is just the start of it, and I hate to say that, but it really is. And this is why we need to put our total trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and in His Word. Put on the full armor of God, and um, because that's the way we stand against the wiles of the devil. And quote his word and memorize it and pray and fast and these types of things are where we really need to be turning to, not getting our eyes focused on these types of things. But it is good to be aware of them uh, so that we're not destroyed for lack of knowledge as Hosea 4.6 talks about. Let's go further. This is again, and the important thing to notice is that temperatures seem to be going down. Mm. And the question is... Mm. Gee, how could that be? Well, it's... Mm. Well, don't ask any more questions. Oh, doctor, don't ask any more questions. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, that, that's what they didn't want you to hear. They didn't want you to, they didn't want you to listen to him at all, because uh, that's crazy. And there's memos that have been going out that have been saying, Hey, <laughs> can you be piping down, please? This is already settled. Democrat- okay, so that was, the, that was the video there. And again, it's like anything else. People would say, oh, how, how dare you, you, you go ahead and quote Glenn Beck or whatever. Listen, there's news media outlets where you can glean truth, okay? Uh, I don't ever re- recommend anybody getting into a steady diet of Glenn Beck, okay? There's a lot of, I could do a whole study on Glenn Beck, okay, regarding that. But there are some things that you can go in and glean from and, um, you know, get some truth here. And, you know, that was just a very, very good example of that. Now, let's go to the next video, which is um, regarding uh, Al Gore being sued by 30,000 scientists. And uh, this is very interesting. Okay, so we're going to start this video next. This is entitled, Al Gore sued by over 30,000 scientists for global warming. The man that you're going to be talking to is the man that uh, started, the founder of the Weather Channel, John Col- John Coleman. So, John, why do you want to sue Al Gore? 
Well, the deal is this, Greg. We have tried and tried and tried to get a debate on global warming with scientists on the other side. Al Gore or any of the uh, scientists behind him over at the UNIPCC, we'd love to have a debate with him, but they said, oh no, the debate is over. Yeah. Well, now there are 30,000 of us. Mm -hmm. We have 30,000 scientists, 9,000 PhDs, who have signed up to debunk global warming. Mm -hmm. And uh, they still won't listen to us. You realize that Fox... So people ask how, like, for instance, like what's going on in the Ukraine right now, or a lot of the things that we talk about on a weekly basis. How in the world, they, they say, well, it, this can't be true because there's no way they could suppress it. Yes, they can suppress it. When you own the media, lock, stock, and barrel, and I mean the mainstream media, the one that does the daily in, in, in moment-by-moment brainwashing, when you own that, you have every opportunity in the world to just totally present your agenda. And this is what's going on. This is why we don't hear about this type of stuff, unless you really dig deep. Fox is the only cable network that will put us on the air. CNN won't. Uh, that other thing, MSNBC, yeah. it won't. Uh, CBS, ABC, NBC, they, they scoff at us. Mm -hmm. uh, we are, uh, we, we can't get on the air. If it weren't for the Internet, you wouldn't even know I existed. Yeah, no, that's so, true. Uh, I, the, the whole deal is that somehow we have to be heard. So we figure maybe a court of law. Now, let me ask you, do you think, uh, why hasn't Al responded to you? Is he scared or is he just pretending you don't exist? Well, I think he regards us as just a little gnat. After all, he's a former vice president of the United States. He's got an Oscar. He's got a Grammy. He's got a hundred million dollars. He's got a Nobel Peace Prize. I'm going to scare him. <laughs> I wish. Now you say you say in a lot of your writing that global warming is a scam. Uh, why do you think that? Well, if, if you study all the papers of the uh, Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, if you study everything their scientists have done, it all boils down to a claim that carbon dioxide, CO2, in the atmosphere, put there by our burning of fossil fuels, is going to turn the climate of Earth into an oven, and we're all going to bake and die. Mm -hmm. Well, that's sheer nonsense. We have burned burning fossil fuels for a hundred years. And what have we done so far? We might have raised the temperature by one-tenth of one degree, maybe. Uh, CO2 is a natural compound in the atmosphere. It's not a pollutant. No, it's Plants like, have to have It's it like grow. water vapor. Every time I breathe out, yeah. I create it. It is no big deal, and it's certainly not going to end the world. No, if you believed what the, what the, what the global warming freaks are saying, it's something so evil, but it's no different than basic water vapor. I mean, it's just a substance that's out there. But i got to ask you, because there is so much science out there that's saying that this is purely hypothetical nonsense, why did it become such a widely held belief? Why is global warming so I don't know, easily embraced by people in Hollywood, by people in the media? Well, it's the most amazing part of the story, really. Uh, how did it become such this huge accepted scam? I mean, it started off with some environmentalists and some one-world politicians at the U.N. who had World Earth Day in 1970. Mm -hmm. And out of that, they finally managed to create... Notice that all of this seems to start at the United Nations. So much of what we talk... This thing with Copenhagen, United Nations sponsored. Maitreya. His, his website was blatantly put up by the United Nations, originally, uh, and they still support him to this day. So much of what we talk about seems to be becoming more and more focused on the United Nations. So, 
Bear that in mind. That is the coming one world essence of the one world government that we're going to be under, both political, religious, monetary, the whole nine yards. And we're seeing that happen right before our very eyes. This IPPC, Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change at the UN, they claimed, of course, that that was something, had something to do with science. All it was was an environmental advocacy group. Mm-hmm. Then Al Gore uh, learned a little bit about CO2 in college. One course learned a little, and all of a sudden he became an expert. So uh, he becomes vice president. The UN starts voicing this thing on us. And the media, which loves a crisis, loves to tell us that the world is coming to an end, uh, the media jumped aboard, and once the media was aboard, so you got the UN, you got Al Gore, you got the media, what are the politicians going to do? Well, the media didn't really jump aboard. They were told what to do. Like, they're told exactly what to report on and what angle and how to do it. Okay, so this is very controlled, and this is something you have to understand, that the media is totally controlled in what they bring forth. What's interesting is almost with, with every issue, with almost every issue, you're allowed some kind of debate or dissent. And this is worse, actually, worse than any kind of religion where you're not allowed to dissent. You can't say anything without being called uh, an idiot or crazy. But it's, been, it's become a religion. That's exactly what it's become, an environmentalist religion. Mm-hmm. And, of course, greed. Yes, it's the religion of Mother Gaia. It's the religion of planet, you know, this is going to be their excuse. And this is... Why, why we have the Georgia Guidestones up in uh, Georgia, where, you know, the first commandment of them is to reduce world population to 500 million, which would be, a, you know, a 90 to 95% reduction of current levels. Mother Gaia's been grieved, and she has to be appeased. And it's almost like it is a religion. It's like she's the deity, this Gaia, and she's going to have to have a lot of um, blood sacrifice in order to be appeased and in order to get her in an ungrieved state. It's just ridiculous, whereas the Bible tells us to subdue the earth and the things that are, that are in it and to have dominion over them. Well, the, the, day, the, the religion that we're moving into is going to tell you the exact opposite. It's going to tell you the earth needs to subdue you. You need to put yourself in your... And if you need... And, you know, Alex Jones has, has talked um, to, to some people or, um, you know, they talk about these types of things where, you know, they're going to openly reduce world population. And he's had some people tell him, well, that's good. I, I need to die. I need to, I need to be, uh, I'm ready to die for, for Mother Guy. I'm, I'm ready. I need to go because I'm just a, a parasite. I'm an abscess on the backside of humanity and Mother Guy is grieved at my presence, essentially. And this is the mindset they want to get us in, where, where we value, we don't value human life whatsoever. I mean, human life is of no value whatsoever. I mean, if they see an animal or something like that getting killed, that's, that's very, 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 very bad. But human life is not to be valued. And if somebody dies in this type of thing, it's no big deal, you know, it, it had to happen. And environmentalism is a wonderful thing. I'm an environmentalist, but wait a minute. You're not going to turn me into an extremist, and you're not going to get me to tell a lie to try to accomplish an environmental goal. That's exactly what they're doing. Speaking of goal, what does a hockey stick have to do with all this? (laughs) Well, uh, this goes back to the start of it all. A a professor at uh, 
an American university named Michael Mann created a graph of temperatures through millennium flatlining and then shooting up at the end, the shape of a hockey stick. And the UN panel said, ooh, love that. Yeah. And they kind of made it their Bible. And it became the cornerstone of their whole campaign. Now it has been proved, without a shadow of a doubt, to be built on absolutely bad science. You can put any data into that formula, and it'll come out a hockey stick no matter what. Well, you know, John, uh, the whole thing was manipulated. John, I'm actually looking forward to the return of the Ice Age, because I know that's going to be the next catastrophe, probably in the next decade. we got to run. Thank you, John Coleman, founder of the, wedding, uh, the Weather Channel, my favorite channel, aside from... Okay, so that's basically the end of that, that interview there. Um, as you can see, you know, the global warming thing, I just touched on it. Okay, we could, I could do uh, probably a 10-part teaching where we thoroughly debunk it, okay? But hopefully we've, we've shown you enough here to understand that if the United Nations is pushing it, particularly United Nations, you know it's evil, okay? You, you know there's some kind of hidden agenda. And it's always an agenda where they're seeking to take away more of our rights, more of our sovereignty, more of our wealth. It's just, that's what they do. Okay, so let's go further. And this next article, now in light, I, I put the, I try to, when I put out articles or newsletters like this, sometimes what I really try to do is put the stories and the articles or the reports in an order that builds on one another. And in light of all the things that we've just discussed, this is a real doozy, because this is entitled, um, I, I put the apostate in, but it says, Apostate Church Bells Ring, out to warn of climate change. The World Council of Churches on Thursday called on churches around the world to ring their bells 350 times during the Copenhagen Climate Change Summit on December 13th as a call to action on global warming at 3 p.m. local time in each location. The leading council on Christian and Orthodox churches also invited places of worship uh, for other faiths to join a symbolic chain of chimes and prayers uh, stretching around the world from the international dateline in the South Pacific. On, on that Sunday, midway through the UN summit, the WCC, World Council of Churches, invites churches around the world to use their bells, drums, gongs. Now, see, that's what I'm going to be using. I've got a gong out back, and I'm going to be, you know, 350 times banging on that thing. I mean, I'm probably going to be flat wore out by the end of it. But, uh, yeah, you'll see me. You'll see me at three in, in my... In my uh, actually, I'm going to put my front yard. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the front yard. And then I'm going to go to the intersection near where I live. And I think I'm going to do it there. That way I can create more public awareness with my gong. Remember the gong show? What, what a great show. Remember the unknown comic on the gong show? Eh, just a little trivia there. Anyway, um, anyway, it says they were they'd use their bells, their drums, their gongs, or whatever tradition offers to call people to prayer. Well, who are you praying to? Because it's sure not the Lord Jesus Christ. If you think you are, you, your prayer's not going to get past the ceiling. Okay? Because he's not going to honor a prayer like that. No, they're praying literally to Lucifer. The, the, the world invocation prayer where we're actually, the UN sponsors this prayer, where they have this prayer day every year. Literally what they're trying to do is invoke is to invite, to bring forth, according to them, Maitreya, the world teacher that will come and get us all on the same page. 
And so much of what we're talking about today lines up with the United Nations agenda and their sponsored um, uh, coming one world leader who they call Maitreya. Okay, now again, whether he's the Antichrist or not, I'm not going to, you know, I think he's a very likely candidate, but at bare minimum, he's going to play some large part in this. He seems to be the one that's going to come and bring every, get everybody on the same page. And we're going to talk about more about him later because Maitreya ties into this uh, very heavily, as we're going to see. So, um, by sounding their bells and other instruments 350 times, oh, this is sweet, participating, the participating churches will symbolize the 350 parts per million that make up the safe, safe upper level for CO2, carbon dioxide. So this is why we're. Uh, this is why I got to hit my gong 350 times because I'm trying to symbolize the 350 parts per million that mark the safe upper limit for CO2. We, we mustn't go beyond that. Mother guy has already grieved enough. Okay, so we got to keep her below 350, even though that's what all the plants need to function is CO2. Uh, so this is this is the why you do it 350 times. Uh, the WCC brings together 348, and I'll add it the word in apostate, Protestant, Orthodox, and Anglican churches representing 560 million quote Christians in 110 countries. I would really love for the Lord to show me the percentage of those 560 million supposed Christians that are actually born again. Bible-believing Christians. I would, I would like to know. I'm, I'm sure there's got to be some, but it's just unbelievable what's going on and what's being condoned by the apostate world. Even you could just talk about these supposed pseudo-Christian denominations worldwide. And you know, this is what the pastors are doing. This is where the pastors, for the most part are leading the world. They're going to be good world citizens. They're going to fall right in line. Most of these churches, the vast majority, are just corporate entities aligned with the state. In America, it's the 501c3 corporate entity. And they're going to fall right in line with what's coming because they're part of the problem. They're part of the system now. Because they've taken that corporate status. The Council of European Bishops Conferences, which gathers Roman... And if you want to know more about that, go to my search box on my homepage on sermonaudio.com forward slash Dr. Scott Johnson, Dr. Scott Johnson. And just put in the word 501 in the search box and you'll see all the teachings where we've talked about this. The Council of European Bishops Conferences, which gathers Roman Catholic bishops and archbishops, is also supporting the campaign, according to a letter released by the World Council of Churches. And again, there's a link you can go to where you can read more about that. Now, I'm going to go ahead and stop here, and we're going to go to part two next. God bless you.